Wilson Hall presents Forgotten Futures with John Hancock as the GM. Who'd like to recap the very, very short bit of actual adventure? <laughs> we have purchased uh, Moody and Gray, the investigators of the Amber Natural. Mm-hmm. Um, that would be me, Emmeline Green, uh, Benjamin uh, Francis, Drake. to his friends Drake, um, and John Jones, uh, a professor of physics at Cambridge, uh, a very young. Was he was he ten years old, like twenty odd or something? So was, so was he ten years old? Then it was like Doogie Howser of the physics world. No, no, no he's not quite that bad. But uh, he was incredibly young and um, burnt incredibly brightly, and has now been told, "Go away! Do not think about physics for at least six months, like a doctor." Take up something <laughs> relaxing like mathematics. <laughs> I imagine yeah. the other scientists were particularly uh, distraught. Had to leave the little smart ass. Yeah, <laughs> um, and while investigating our new officers, we were approached by a Mrs. Augustine Prendergast. Yeah. Mm-hmm. To be honest, um, investigating your new officers is not the most challenging of cases. You can probably get <laughs> on top of this one quite quickly. Yeah, and we don't even have a paying client for it. Mm. Well, we're <coughs> the paying client, so I'm going to give us a bonus. Um, oh, right, who... right, you are then. Uh, who's saying that a radiogram is haunted? She tried to tune into Nellie Melba and did indeed hear singing, but it was not the singing that she was expecting to hear. No, indeed. And that was where we left it, I believe. Cause we like were, a strange, we... ghostly chorus. So ah. while we earned some money to retune a batty old woman's radio for her, um, yes. then. Just know, we... I don't know, that sounds. She's just tuned into Half FM again, isn't she? That sounds dangerously like physics to me. Well, there you go. I'm sorry, we can't take on this case. It involves physics. Is that, is that what happens <laughs> if you uh, encounter a physics problem? Well, I have a great time. Can't do it. <laughs> no, I have a fantastic time. That's exactly what I want to happen. I I love physics. Physics is my friend. Physics is my... Um, yeah, and then if somebody can just just remind me that I do need to sleep occasionally, right, and eat, and go to the toilet, and um, you know, just all the little niceties. So, that, uh... so everything that fake Nick needs to be told there. <laughs> well, as the, as the physicist uh, before he threw himself down the stairs, I think this move has potential. Whoa. Um. Oh. Right, so, uh, yes, what were you actually going to do then as far as Mrs. Prendergast goes? I think um, my, my thought is we, to... Shall we return with her to her abode? Or, if she prefers, make an appointment with, with her to go around and take a look, but yes. She has caught us at an unusually quiet moment, so if she wishes us to return forthwith, then we could... Uh... 
No, no, normally, of course, we we couldn't do we couldn't make an exception like this for a new customer. But since you came with such a recommendation, <laughs> yes, so yes, we've... you're an old. Um... Thank you, pardon. <laughs> an old client, old, um, old, old dear, old fosspot, yeah. old biddy. Uh, yeah, yeah. John, um, so we, we we found the Christmas tree lights um, that actually have some form yes. of um, yeah thing. Um, are there any other machines that go bing um, around the place? All, all kinds of odds and ends. Uh, not low. I mean, on a cursory glance, not huge amounts of um, high tech stuff. But there's something Anything that looks involved... like a, almost like a portable radio, but it's far too small to be a radio set, really. Um, well, I'm, I'm looking well, around... Well, we knew what it was, didn't we? I've forgotten what um, we called it now. Oh, that's, because... that's something else, yes. You found the uh, the Carmacky electric. Ah, that's... The most expensive machine in the entire um, sales. But it, it does light up nicely. Because um, um, I think I probably have heard of Carmacky. Oh, some, yeah, and, and, absolutely. And, and some of his theories. He's the competition. And I do believe that um, he does something involved, uh, that, that some of his stuff involves um, um, e- um, disturbances in the ether. Um, so, um, so he claims. Well, is there anything around there that looks like it could be something to do with that? It's going to take a bit of a while to to dig through. Um, things aren't particularly well labelled. When you say yeah. to do with that, what do you think? It's some sort of detector or something I'm that would trigger some a disturbance? De- I'm thinking some form of detector. Right. I mean, there's quite a few um, <coughs> candles, boxes of chalk, uh, bottles of water, that sort of thing in there. Uh-huh. Um, uh, yeah, quite a lot of those, actually. Uh, various... Uh, boxes with ribbons and wires and things in them. Uh, yeah. There's this little looks. It looks a bit like it might be some sort of uh, wireless uh, radiogram. Um, has a kind of a could, satchel arrangement. It's quite bulky and heavy. Could could I make a science roll to try and work out what the hell it is? Yes, you can. <laughs> um, I, I think it's, uh, no. It probably have to be science. Um, I think we're going to be looking at uh, a seven here. What was your uh, science? It's, it's off the charts, isn't it? Nine. But that's clearly worrying you because so I. You, because, need, you need a nine or less to uh, try and work out what this might okay, do. Okay, so, so last time I needed ten or less and rolled an eleven. Um, uh, however, this time I've rolled a four followed by a two. So I've made it by three. Well, um,. You don't know what it is, but you can sort of work out what it seems to do. Uh, it it does look as if it detects something. You're thinking possibly uh, currents in the ether, judging uh-huh. by some of the some pieces inside. Without having the chance to really dismantle it, you're getting a fairly cursory idea. It does look as though it's got a very small internal battery that appears then to connect out as if it needs a larger power pack. So you suspect it's got a very, very short operating life unless it's being recharged. Okay. Is, is um, there a battery satchel or something like that nearby? There could well be. Um, if, are you going to arrange to go and see Mr. Prendergast now, or are you going to spend your time Well, what, what it, look, Okay, so, so um, whoever is this, wants to this do this... This is a bit of a jump in here. Emily, I mean, perhaps... Uh, might, might want to determine what's convenient for her and then uh, 
Out of small talk, waiting for the cup of tea that I sent uh, Benjamin out for some twenty minutes ago. <laughs> That's yeah, right. but, she, she thinks you're the secretary. She doesn't. No, no, no. You, but you didn't send Benjamin. You sent me, and I got distracted oh, that's by, true. Seeing, by seeing tech. Yes. So John is is right. Oh. Orderly. <laughs> nah, no, no dashed orderly. Um, I. Professor, if you want, Professor Jones will do. You know, if you don't want to get me, prof, the boff, prof, the prof with them, with them mop. What? The prof with the? That doesn't even. <laughs> Just because something rhymes doesn't mean it makes any sense at all. Okay, um, the professor. I refer with... you to much of Byron's output. <laughs> <laughs> um, professor Jones sounds good. Um, I will. Uh, it, would you like us to? Uh, well, I'll tell you what, Mr. Prendergast, we're going to peruse any prior history we have uh, on on your case. Um, you don't have any, do you? You were recommended by someone who you can... on, similar, right? on similar phenomena. Well, yes, we're going to do a little bit of investigation on similar phenomena. And would tomorrow morning be convenient? Yes, uh, ten o'clock would be suitable. Uh, very well. We shall see you then, myself uh, and my. My colleagues. She hands over a visiting card with, um, which has her details on. Thank you, Miss Prendergast. Mrs. Yes, Mrs. Prendergast. I see. We did. Right. I will. Uh, the the old detection engine you. running in top gear. I see. <laughs> Looking uh, perhaps a little uh, disconcerted at the offer, and then apparent. Abandonment of the idea of a cup of tea. Uh, she <laughs> shuffles off with a, a distinct sense of anticlimax. <coughs> heads down the stairs. We know the feeling well. Um, yes, you played um, in my games before, haven't you? <laughs> <laughs> right. Look, well, let's. I'm going to start. No, I'm just more mine. I'm going to check the inventory with the inventory I've been supplied by my um, solicitors. Mm. One um, teak box, no obvious purpose. Yes, it should it should be said that that is the kind of thing you've got. It, it's just almost the level of um, one room storage. Assorted stuff. Assorted items within. <laughs> I see. Um, you get the feeling that, that this was the sale was done in a hurry. You don't know why. Sure, it'll not be of any importance. Um, but yes, it, it's not it's not detailed. Okay. Well, then I'll start making my own inventory. That's right. my plan for the rest of the day. Uh, so, Machine that goes bing! Machine so, goes presumably bing. the professor is going to be checking out the, the hardware, as it were. Oh, yes. And, and will he be actually making notes That's that people can understand, me. or is he just going to get lost in it? Um... Yeah, that's probably a good question. It's a very good question, I think. It's an excellent question, I feel. Um, I'm not necessarily sure that everyone else is going to like the answer. Okay. Um, um, if well, somebody else is... waiting for a cup of tea. No. Um, if somebody else is with me, I will be kept gently on track. If no one else stays with me, I will probably start dismantling things. Oh, uh, Miss Green, you can take the first not a wrangling shift, I'll take the second. 
Um, well, yes, I'll do an inventory in the same room. And if he starts to break something to try and find out what it is, <clears throat> then I will inform him that I'd, I'd rather he didn't do that until we've um, performed a full inventory. No. Um, basically, just as you're in the process of halfway through writing through a set, uh, through what you, what you found, I will be going, Oh, Em, have a look at this. Oh, this is excellent. You know, and, and yeah, yeah. Just, well, you have in, actually, you have found what is clearly uh, an ordinary, well, fairly ordinary looking uh, radio. <laughs> uh, it's on a kind of a trolley arrangement, so it can be wheeled around, plugged in, and then there's a, a spool antenna that can be deployed. Oh, excellent. So that might be quite useful for this, uh, this thing. So you could okay. give yourself a control. Um, I shall turn on the meconograph and, uh, uh, see if, uh, see, see what can be heard. Can I hear any ethereal voices or can um, I just You've got an the... awful lot of static. Uh, you probably need to run the, uh, the antenna out a little more. Uh-huh. Uh, maybe, maybe get it quite high up on the roof or something like that. Benjamin, no. Can I give you the end of? Can I just give you the end of this, and can you just go off in that direction? How live is it? Not very. <laughs> right up. There speaks the voice of experience. <laughs> yeah. Right. Haul, uh, haul it up a, into after, whatever loft space we have. After a few minutes, um, you will start to get some um, frequencies. Uh, that appear to have very, very minor blips and bits of traffic. There are no actual national radio broadcasts or anything like that, and it's pure potluck, really, whether you'll hear anybody actually broadcasting. And you also don't know the range of this thing. You don't think you can get it focused on a particular station or anything just at the moment, but it does appear to be working properly. Yeah. I think well, this nonsense will catch on. John. Well, um, I mean, obviously, you know, I mean, personally, if I'm if I'm going to listen to something, I'd far prefer to use the telephone. But uh, um, well, yes, obviously, that's the future of broadcast concerts. Well, you know, I mean, <coughs> I, I, I listen. They to might the, be giant uh, dialer song. <coughs> well, while they're doing that, I, I would like to take a look yeah. at this card, work out where Mrs. Prendergast lives, approximate likely income. Um, is it an area notorious for bohemians? That sort of thing. <laughs> right, it's um, it's a little bit suburban. Uh, it probably was nicely suburban a few years ago. Um, looks like it's the sort of area where you might expect a reasonably well-to-do couple to have set up a home. Mm-hmm. Um, given her age and her, the, the late husband being military, she's probably comfortably well off uh, but unlikely to be really wealthy in any way and see if he's <laughs> uh, it doesn't look as far, as far as you know there's no reason to think that there's a high crime rate or anything like that <clears throat> thank you hmm. Nick you're finding um, sorry Emily finding quite a number of yes. Jars with uh, unusual labels. Uh, you do recognise some of them. Opium is one. Uh, the yeah. one labelled it seems to say peyote. Not, perhaps not sure what that one is. Peyote. Okay. Um, I have no skill in chemistry. Do any of them look actively dangerous? Well, you probably know what opium is. 
Well, yes, um, I know. <laughs> various of the others. Completely harmless. Everybody knows that. Yeah. Um, there are coca leaves. There, there are a few others. So you're guessing that they're all some sort of uh, drug. Do they look like samples to be tested against, or are they in use, or have been in use? Are they big enough to be... They are... The jars are probably about the size of a jam jar, and, um, you know, they've got like a handful of leaves in one, and another's maybe half full of powder. There's uh, a couple of hefty sort of size, maybe three or four Malteser-sized balls of, of an oily black... Uh, substance in the opium one. There's, there's quite a lot of this stuff. Is that normal for opium? No, depends on which you want to smoke. You're a medical man. Uh, no, I have I first aid. Um, I suppose I think one. I did a, I did a, an MD, I think. Among the others. Yeah. It was a quiet week. <laughs> <laughs> Um, okay, well, uh, they may well just be things used for testing, but I'll I'll note them all down. Mm-hmm. Okay. Even the ones I don't know what they are. There's a short um, line on the level in each. Yes, exactly. <laughs> the ones that may be used as evidence against you in a court of law. <laughs> oh, yeah. uh, there are a lot of files. The files are not terribly well organised, but they look like they were sort of they were organised, and then there's been increasingly a, a failure to follow the system. It doesn't look like the, they were just continually throwing things into a box. Stuff's out of order, but you can see that it did have an order. Okay, an evidence of advancing entropy. Um, I'll, Absolutely. Uh, um, are, are they organised mm. by client or by subject? Well, you've got different things. Um, client names are the main, the main one. Well, I will and just then check. You, then you have again. reference files. Uh, there seems to be some sort of colour coding to some of these, but there's no obvious key. Well, I'll just check Prendergast and see. Uh, well, maybe her husband what, what, came along. What was her, no, what was her friend called? Mrs. Uh, uh, Stevens? Marjorie yeah. Stevens, Mrs. That's Stevens. Okay, I'll look up both of those names. Right. Um, you can't seem to find anything under Prendergast um, or Rent-A-Ghost or any similar variation of that name. Uh, there is indeed uh, M. Stevens, Mrs. or other Stevens, M. Mrs. And it's um, stamped, paid, and uh, details uh, an infestation of pixies, uh, primarily in the oh, yes. area. Oh. Successfully dealt with, and um, a, an agreeable outcome w- uh, between the pixies and uh, the investigators. Pixies in how, kitchen area, eh? Does it say how they got rid of the pixies? Uh, they appeared to have paid them off in some f- unspecified fashion. <laughs> they well, maybe they're, maybe they're like peyote. You could possibly look at what that is as well. Uh, well, yeah, well, then I'm going to look up them. Um, so, yeah, they were paid off. There are various dictionaries, encyclopedia, um, pharmacopoeia type things. Well, yeah, yeah, I'll look up peyote <laughs> and I'll look up anything about radios, haunted radios. Oh, moving on to different areas. Very now. Um, well, peyote. 
can't we? Well, right. Pete... you're, you're looking at several hours of research here, okay. of which you will find some very simple things, which is, firstly, it's obviously not pronounced P.O. No. Um, you find what that is. It's uh, primarily an American, um, in the... Southern American uh, plant-based drug uh, used in sort of shamanic rituals and to, uh, to expand the mind and so on and uh, go on sort of spirit journeys. So um, various okay. little notes in the margin by either Moody or Gray, you suspect, about uh, breaking down barriers between worlds and things like that, sort of penciled in. Maybe a bit like um, we did have something fed to us by a strange gentleman in Siberia, as I recall. Indeed you did. Certainly mind-expanding. Does it look familiar? Does it smell familiar, this stuff? No. no. There, are other, there are other drugs that, that make you see shit. <laughs> but of course, the only drug you really need is science. <laughs> <clears throat> yes. And, okay... And as far as uh, things about haunted radios, uh, there is nothing that you can find at this stage in their files or in any of the, to be honest, fairly sparse pamphlets and references on that kind of subject. There's not a lot of published academia or serious research in this area. Haunting or radios? Radios, there's a lot more, because it's it's the coming thing, and you're not that far from Chelmsford, where, of course, Marconi is set up. Mm. Um, <coughs> maybe you'll deliver. You, you may, in fact, I mean, one of you will almost certainly know, given the reference to um, Nellie Melba. It was a thing that Marconi were doing from their facility where she was going to be broadcasting a concert, and it was... Um, it was quite a, a big deal. There hadn't been anything quite like it before. Mm-hmm. It was very successful, unless you just bought a very expensive radiogram for the purpose and found it was haunted. That would be a blow, wouldn't it? Mm. Was Nellie Melba backed by a choir of ghostly spectres? Um, I, I'm not sure if that's in the Radio Times. Well, the Radio Times isn't around yet, so that's... So it certainly is. Probably, probably not, but you would maybe have to ask her or, or the engineers or something. That's well, the majority of what you've got, and it's taken you maybe three hours or so to, to come up with Okay. That. Mm. Uh, in the meantime, you've got a slightly erratic and enthusiastic um, listing of bits and pieces uh, from a more scientific bent. Any of them in, in any way, shape or form useful, I think? Well, it's hard to say. You can see that some of them have got no apparent purpose, but there aren't that many of those, to be honest. It's not a sort of wonderland of of electronics. Um, But there are some... uh, There are sort of sectional neon tubes that appear to be different colours, and that's some sort of assembly. Kind of a... Looks like it makes some kind of ring of of neon. Um, oh, no indication what that might be for. It's, it's almost like it's a big advertising display, but you can't work out what it would be for. Polos, perhaps. You know, for kids. And uh, also, it might cross your mind. At some point, you might want to call Benjamin back in because the poor man has been at the other <laughs> end of this, this area. No, no, I've just left it and gone to do something more interesting. Oh, that's right. And what would that more interesting thing like? Well, f- first of all, looking up the area, um, we've just got this one storeroom, and have we actually had a look through the rest of the place? 
the act something that's actually being used properly as a storeroom, yes, it's this one thing. You've got one area where there is actually a small single bed in there that looks like it was a bit of a, a kind of an afterthought working late kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Oh, good. A sort of kitchenette area, I suppose. Uh, it's not a very huge office, particularly. There isn't oh. a separate sort of um, client interview room or anything like that. When I've exhausted everything else, I'll go back to this storeroom and have a, have a poke around myself. Right. Uh, it's pretty crowded with three people in there. You can get in there, but um, I, I'm it's really sort looking of a, sort of a it's it's a pantry type affair where you've got a sort of walk in and then there's shelves all up the side. Right. And a small small window at the back letting the light in. Really, oh, I'm Benjamin, looking for if, if you're at a loose end, Benjamin. Anything I with a pistol if... grip. <laughs> uh, no obvious weaponry apart from a couple of um, rather overly ornate, strange knives. Uh, they're peculiar shapes. You'd guess uh, perhaps uh, Indian, maybe something like that. But they, them, you'd probably say they were more decorative. Well, never mind, I still have the Webley with the man stop around. Uh, Benjamin, I wonder if it would be possible for you to investigate what else might have been going on at the airwaves at the time of the Nelly Melba uh, transmission, see if we can work out what this ghostly thing was. Well, I don't suppose they exactly broadcast a schedule. Well, no, that's why it might be <coughs> where you could think of to see what else might have been broadcast. I'd go to have a poke around. Um, Presumably there's a local radio amateur society, I would assume. Uh, There may well be. There'll certainly be local enthusiasts, and these people do tend to uh, club together. So try the phone book, see if there's anything. I mean, we're not that far from... Actually, we'd have a business directory at this point, wouldn't we? Yeah. Yeah. So we're not far from Chelmsford and Marconi's own lab. Uh, no, it's it's a few miles down the road, really. Um, yes, though, I mean, she, presumably, she would have expected to get a very strong signal. Presumably nobody else reported this or it would have made the papers. Well, let's check the papers. Okay. Uh, papers for the uh, covering that period. Uh, there isn't really much. It's... The trouble is, for a lot of people, there weren't, wouldn't have been that many people listening because um, didn't necessarily have the equipment for it. It was a big deal, but it's not national. Mm. Uh, as far as other reports, there's nothing that's actually made the papers. They're all just talking about uh, how wonderful it is that uh, you know you have this big star over from Australia, and um, she's able to be heard miles and miles away from where she's actually singing. And who knows, one day she may actually be able to do this without leaving Australia at all. Well, I suppose it would make moving the toast simpler. (laughs) There's nothing to say... um, The performance was slightly dampened by being interrupted by a cacophony of ghosts midway through. Uh, Nothing nothing on those... I think even the the broadsheets would have mentioned that. It's also worth bearing in mind that the quality of reception is likely to be pretty variable and hmm. mostly poor. 
well, try, try the uh, business directory. <coughs> Is there a local radio club or something of that sort? Um, you can't see a radio club listed, but there is actually a, a company that sells uh, radio equipment as well as various other uh, items such as um, Edison uh, cylinder phonographs, uh, that sort of thing. Uh, that's Whitaker's, and they're, they're in town. Um, so they may well perhaps know some local enthusiasts because we are going to be buying this stuff from them. Didn't Mrs. Prendergast say that she'd bought it from Whitaker's? Mrs. Prendergast. Did she? I'm sure last week you said she she said who she bought it from. Did she? She may have done. Huh? Oh. Hmm. I'm, I'm not obliged to repeat myself, I don't think. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, yeah, excuse me while I go and check. And it might be an idea if, um, you know... And, and, and while you're there, uh, Benjamin, if you could um, sort of uh, bring back the uh, makings of a cup of tea. That, that would be lovely, Benjamin. I, I don't know if you're terribly familiar with uh, 1910 England, but uh, while there are incredibly shops selling electrical equipment, very few of them actually have a costa in there. <laughs> There's <laughs> such a thing as coffee houses. No, it'd be, I do, pay for I, the I think there stuff. is more than one shop, however. <laughs> right, empty the petty cash as I go out. and. Uh... Right, has anybody filled up the petty cash? <laughs> <laughs> uh, it may be pretty much what's in your pockets. Right, um, you're heading out now, are you? Uh, what sort of time is it? Well, it's going to be, let's see, let's say that Emmeline's mid-investigation, so uh, I can't remember what time we said you started. It was fairly I think early, it was wasn't fairly it? early. It was the very first thing in the morning. Lightish morning now, I think, maybe just after 11. That seems a reasonable sort of time then. I'll go over and uh, chat with uh, Whitakers. Right, uh, you have a... Give me chai latte, please. You have a directory. Uh, as you step out, your attention is caught, uh, firstly, by a, a motor car going past, but um, never catch on. Al- almost directly <laughs> opposite. Are you, are you debunking everything? Yes. <laughs> well, it's, it's clearly impossible to train enough for the lower orders to serve as chauffeurs. I mean, it looks as though it's a horseless <laughs> carriage, but if you if you know what to look for, you'll find there is in fact a horse behind oh. the scene. <laughs> <laughs> They'll be saying they can use them in war next. The world has, however, seen Martian tripods, so... Um, yes, you're... They say they've seen Martian tripods. You're right. Well, not many really people talk about it. Don't mention the wars. No. Um, your eye is caught by a uh, gentleman pretty much opposite, directly opposite. He's standing, seems to be looking at, at, at the building, looking at the doorway as you come out. He's quite obviously uh, a vicar. He's dressed as a vicar. Uh, got a hat, and uh, he nods and touches the brim of his hat when you step out. Morning, but, Rev. Uh, help you for anything? No, he just um, nods, smiles, turns, and goes back through a gate leading into what looks like a sort of small park opposite. Um, but as your eye goes up the path to the direction he's heading, you suspect it's actually connected to the church. Might be the churchyard or something related. Okay. Yeah, it's it's not a, <coughs> a graveyard, but uh, oh, okay. it does look like it's it's some sort of part of the property. I 
fair enough. Make a note of it to tell the others later. And, uh... So possibly, uh, you know, the local vicar has noticed that uh, there's some activity back over at that yeah. place where they dabble in things man was not meant to know. Or he's just interested in the loose women. Not, not loose. Only one loose woman. I'm not. I'm very tight. (laughs) (laughs) Whoa, 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 whoa! (laughs) Oh God! Uh, (laughs) My hero, this. (laughs) I was going to make a wound up joke, but um, yeah, yeah, I was was going to say, given all that bouncing around trains, the stays would have to be fairly loosened, but. You could have could have retrieved things for us there, Mark. But uh, <laughs> uh, where were we? Yes, it's about a ten minute walk to Whitaker's, mm-hmm. and it's uh, uh, quite a, a modern looking uh, shop. It's got Whitaker's in gold on the painted on the uh, window. That they make tea, don't they? <coughs> Whitaker's, <laughs> the um, seller of electrical goods. Uh, not so much, no. Because oh. um, they don't actually sell kettles. Well, but why uh, would you no, need a kettle? It just there's furniture in the uh, in the shop window, which you can quickly ascertain are things like uh, rather fancy radiograms. There's some expensive stuff there. This this is the era when when they still say you have to specify your local mains voltage because it's one of about four different things. Okay. Unless, of course, you work for Moody and Gray, where everything works off gigantic lead-acid batteries. <laughs> yeah. And, of course, DC or AC. Mm-hmm. I most of the right now would be, would be DC, wouldn't it? When did uh, um, as, Edison uh, electrify the elephants? As God and Tesla intended. Uh, anyway, are, so, you, are yeah, you going in? Yeah, or... Wandering, look, looking... Mildly prosperous, but not extremely so. Right, it's not a, a huge shop, but um, there's a sort of small showroom type area, and then a, a counter with uh, all kinds of uh, <coughs> shelves behind, and various uh, small wooden drawers that look like they're going to be full of components, but things like that. And uh, a well, a very well presented man, probably in his mid forties, quite dapper, smiling. Oh, morning, sir. Welcome to Whitaker's. Morning, morning. Um, do, do oh, oh, clearly you, you work with this, this radio stuff. A bit of a mystery to me. Oh, indeed. Um, indeed, mystery to many, but we're bringing it to the masses. I was just wondering whether you'd had any reports of, um, oh, I don't know, odd interference. I really want to talk to some of the local chaps. I mean, a friend, friend of mine had some very, very strange problems, and probably just a matter of retuning, as I believe you chaps call it. But uh, just wondering if there'd been anything uh, unusual broadcast. Maybe if I could, uh, if, if you know any of the sort of chaps who work with this stuff. Oh, did he describe it as singing? Um, I do believe that was the... Uh, yeah, there have been a few people who've said something about this. Um, ah. it, I've been trying to, to find the time to listen out and hear it myself, but I've, I've not managed to hear anything yet. Um, I think the problem is that there's somebody with an unlicensed transmitter. Oh, dear me. And they're probably playing something like a, a, an Edison cylinder, playing it and broadcasting that. And it's interfering too close to the frequencies being used by, for example, Marconi. Uh, so, 
Really, one need, may need some sort of radio authority, doesn't one? Well, indeed, if only there was some sort of national arrangement, some, some sort of corporation that could be put in place to uh, regulate such things. But uh, sadly, it, it's, it's a little bit like the Wild West in America. <laughs> yes, it's, um, I mean, it's an annoyance, I'll admit, but the more modern sets are, are getting far better at tuning this sort of thing out. Right. Fascinating. Are you you actually in the market for a set yourself, sir? Quite possibly. How small do things come these days? Much more than they used to be, I gather. Oh, we have some wonderful portable sets. Uh, Over here, for example, uh, this one was originally designed with uh, the military in mind, as you can see. It's uh, small enough to be lifted by two men and carried by one once uh, you get it on the back. Remarkable. And uh, the, the, including course, the to go into a, a piece of uh, cabinetry furniture, in, including the accumulators, or is that separate a separate load? Uh, for something like that, it would uh, it would have a, a separate power supply. So another, uh, another, not, another not chap to carry with that. Of course, uh, generally N- never short of chaps to carry stuff. No, no, indeed. Yeah, well, exactly. Uh, men to carry things is pretty much what the army uh, specialises in. All women. Uh, no, not really. Men yeah. to carry women, yes, if that's what you prefer. <laughs> yeah. Thank, thankfully, Emily is not there. <laughs> no, indeed. Does anyone hear a sort of haunting voice coming out of nowhere? Uh, well, so well yes, that's what we're uh, investigating. Well, I, I understand it's uh, it, it's slightly annoying if you're trying to tune into one of the, the test broadcasts. Um, it's just an unfortunate... Uh, and there, there's no way, no way of tracking such people down, is there? Well, I suppose that would be. Um, it may be possible to... <coughs> if you had enough equipment and people in separate areas, you could work out where the signal was coming from. Uh, if you were fairly close to them, they'd probably be fairly noticeable anyway. They'd require quite a large transmitter. Hmm. Hmm. Fascinating, fascinating. Well, I shan't buy anything from me today, but... Uh... Distinctly interested, I shall definitely I shall keep an eye on this and uh, may well make a purchase soon. Thank you. Oh, dear. well, uh, we do have a small uh, brochure. Oh, splendid, uh, splendid. It's uh, it's pretty much a folded sort of four page type folded uh, pamphlet. Um, quite a few illustrations, not much in the way of pricing mentioned, but uh, lots of telling you how wonderful everything is and it's the future, so you don't want to be left behind. Mm hmm. Yes, you, I've, course, I've been working you do in computers. Want to be left behind. That's what. That's <laughs> your uh, the player has been working in computers since sometime in the eighties. So is familiar with this sort of brochure. <laughs> so there, there are um, a few different manufacturers, and uh, stuff's mentioned on there. Marconi, quite uh, prevalent, of course. Uh, Apex is another one. Uh, Acme Radio. So. There's obviously quite a few people getting into this uh, growing market. <coughs> right. I'll come back to the shop and let them know about that, and, and indeed the uh, curiosity of the vicar. Ah, all reports. Interesting. Maybe it's not just a dirty old bet. So, uh, Professor, do you know anything about this direction-finding thing? Oh, yes. Well, I mean, obviously, um, so uh, the way that... Um, 
radio works is um, it infuses waves in the ether, um, rather like throwing a pebble into the pond. But obviously, that's um, a two-dimensional analogy. Um, I'm uh, just going to do in one of the other uh, rooms for a minute. <laughs> I'm <hang> myself. <laughs> <laughs> And uh, yes, you know you can you can obviously buy uh, um, um, if you have some form of. So, um, could you rig weight. something up? I would have thought so. Uh, in fact, I'll have a look at the uh, another look at the radio that we've got. Is there any form of um, directional um, thing with the, with the, with the wire on that? Loop antenna? No, it's not. It doesn't seem to be designed to do that. Um, whether you could go over a sort of trial and error and pick up the broadcast more strongly as you got closer to it, so you could sort of drive around a bit and see if you can work it out that way. But to do it methodically, you'd, you'd have to try and triangulate. We'd need mm. at least two sources of the mysterious voices, and we don't even know if we've got one for sure yet. Then is that? Am I right in thinking that? We need two receivers. No, two so, receivers. Uh, sorry, yes, need... two two receivers of the the this mysterious voice to track. They this. only need to sing. They only need to sing from one place, I believe. Yes. Okay, but we well, need. Or, or, to... or, but, but but of course, I mean, you know, I mean, this is this is the joy of um, of the uh, of the, um, of this new medium. I mean, you could. You can even um, you could you could broadcast from one, receive and rebroadcast from somewhere else. It's it, it's 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 remarkable. Um, I, I I wrote a paper on it um, uh, about eighteen minutes um, ago. So uh, I I I wonder, Professor, could you have a, a, a we have a radio receiver here? Do we? Could you see if you can have a, a you know a twiddle? And see if you can find anything. Well, I, I, he's been I, doing I, that already. I have. Been. I, I, I have. I, I have um, I, I, yes, I, you I, were saying something. I, I sort of drifted off. Yeah. No. I, 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 didn't you see me playing with my, playing with the knobs earlier? <laughs> <laughs> um, I, yeah. I wasn't really paying attention uh, uh, to, to that sort of thing. You know. Uh, and uh, you know, I, I, I got. Um, uh, Benjamin helped me hold it, and you know it, it all went remarkably. Yes, yes it was, it was quite impressive. <laughs> Take some time to clean up afterwards. Well, not really. I mean, you know, it's, it's, it's relatively messy. Um, it's not I mean, as if you have to like... mop up the used electricity. No, no. That well. is a question with electricity, though. I mean, when you've got it in a wall socket, and if you take the plug out, how come it doesn't just dribble out onto the floor? Surface tension. Oh, sort of electrical meniscus. Pretty much. Yeah. Oh, that would make sense. Mm. Excellent. Well, thank you. There we go. All, all physics and above board. <laughs> uh, right. Well, I, if you don't mind, gentlemen, it's been a long day. I, I'm going to retire for the evening. Oh, okay. And perhaps if you'd like to knock me up tomorrow about uh, nine o'clock. Uh, okay. Um... Do Do we know where you're sleeping these days, Mark? I will uh, gesture to the <laughs> fucker. <laughs> oh dear. <clears throat> um, I, uh, I, I'll be uh, just for the moment. I'll be uh, staying in these uh, quarters here. These digs. These oh, dig. okay. That's quite oh, an I adventure. I'm rather looking forward to it. 
Did I tell you? And uh, you know, I've got digs just round the corner. Um, you know, they're, they're, they're very nice. And uh, you know, the, anyway, uh, I think it's been a very long and tiring day. So um, yeah, I'll, I'll see you chaps tomorrow. Right, okay. I think I'll take him to show at the palace. Okay, you um, gently get me out uh, by the end using a broom. Uh... <laughs> Righto, see you tomorrow. Click. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, I wander off. Benjamin, can you turn me around, point me in the actual direction of right my digs? Right baby. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'll spend the night perusing um, as long as the lights last. Uh, the the well, late there are plenty eight. of candles. Although can't, can't see any problems there. You very very quickly discover that the um, the place is lit by gas lights, and the gas seems to be off. Oh, so not very long as far as as long as the lights last. No. Well, I'll read by candlelight for a bit. Okay. Um. You also put the fan heater on. The fan heater? Yes. Well, I'm, I'm sure we'll find something combustible in the storeroom. Yeah. Yeah, probably a few things. I mean, you could set fire to some of that opium, see how that goes. Well, I'll just, if it's getting that bad, I'll just eat the opium. And then I won't really care. <laughs> okay, you can eat that amount of opium, right? <laughs> Not all in one go. No, you dissolve it in vodka. Two lumps uh, for for uh, the main, and one for the pudding. Luck. Um, <laughs> okay. Um, yeah, if everyone else is is heading off, and you're going to sort of reconvene at uh, Mrs. Prendergast, or uh, in the well, we'll meet at Moody and Gray's and we'll all be make, make sure, Yeah, make sure we actually all arrive at this about the same time. Uh, so we're not uh, awkwardly <coughs> heading around outside. Okay. And you actually have taken um, administration skill. Um, overnight gone, because obviously, you know, sleeping is something I've not quite got back into the habit of. Um, I would like to try and work out if I can uh, make some form of directional um, 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 finder with, with, with the radio that we've got. Right. Uh... You can certainly improve on what you've got in that direction, no pun intended. Um, you haven't really got what you'd need to make something that could just easily tune in. And it's it's obviously going to be dependent on whether or not you can hear the broadcast in the first place, because yeah. it doesn't seem to be all the time. No. But yes. I'm, 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 I mean, um, I'm kind of thinking some form of largish cop. I mean, I mean I'm, I'm, I'm kind of sort of, you know, sitting down and just doing the maths and yeah, you know. If you wanted to have a go yeah. at it, um, you've got engineering, haven't you? Uh, Sorry, I've got mechanics and science. But yeah, mechanics and science. Um, yeah, yeah. I think. I mean, I'm assuming I haven't probably got the equipment to, but I, but I'm just thinking I, I, I'd actually work out how to do it. You know, um, work out the theory. Yeah. You with you know, what you've got and a few large bits and pieces, and few like bits that, and pieces you know. you've got lying around uh, at home or boarding house, wherever you are, uh, and also bits you can strip off uh, anything that comes to hand. You know, you've got an electric light. That that's kind of my thought. You know, yeah. basically, if they've got an electric light, therefore, then taking apart the metal bedstead, that sort of thing. Yes. Uh, and 
If you if you can make a roll on science and then on mechanic, uh, you will be able to have something done by morning. Okay, so science. Uh, so on science, this is a six, so we're looking at um, ten. Is it uh, ten or less? Yeah. So I've rolled seven, so that's fine. And yeah, then mechanic fine. is... And it's only a four ten. on mechanic. It's not that difficult to put together, you don't think. So what's your... Uh, I, rolled, I rolled four anyway. Uh, mechanic seven. Oh, right. Well, you need to do ten, so that's quite easy. Um, yeah, it's not perfect, but you're pretty confident that it will work under ideal circumstances. Uh-huh. And obviously then, you know, for the hour and a half uh, before... The dawn breaks. I basically, uh, basically fall over where I am and uh, just sleep in my clothes. Fantastic! Nice. Is... And uh, you'll 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 all be pleased to know that um, that uh, when I'm woken up with the need to go to the toilet, I don't. I, I actually do remember that uh, there is a social uh, moray that says um, doing it in your uh, pants is not a good idea. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, after the first four or five days, the smell doesn't get any worse. Well, no. yeah, but I, I tried to explain that to the university, but they wouldn't—they were having none of it. Yeah, there was a really weird story in America this week that um, there was a guy, there was a, a mystery pooper. They were saying at this, I think, rather exclusive, might have been a private school, uh, but they eventually found out who it was, and it was basically the principal. Uh, just frequently went out and uh, did his business in the grounds. Monkey's territory, you know. There you go. The first time we went to my uh, local pub, um, years before I moved here, uh, when, a, when a friend moved in the same You're area. You're quick to say. Um, <laughs> quite a long, long time. Um, and basically, uh, we got there, and um, we're about to walk in, and basically there was uh, literally in front of the door, on a, um, on a um, one of those um, dry-your-hands uh, piece of uh, things, Somebody had crapped and had just left it in the middle of the, uh, in the middle just before you uh, opened the door. Ah, classy. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. To which we all that, went. That became what? your local, did it? <laughs> to which we all went, what the <laughs> Oh my god, we're never going here again. And yes, it then became my local. <laughs> it grew on you. Uh, well, <laughs> not bad, anyway. Um, on the ground, I can't crawl home from any other club. I don't think you want to crawl from that one, actually. I would step <laughs> quite high. Uh, but anyway, uh, yes. Yeah, so you're all meeting back at the um, the office, yeah. where Emmeline has also discovered that the water's off. Um, uh, right. Not been the best of nights. I'm going to make some phone calls this morning. Not from the office, you know. <laughs> <laughs> well, you have a phone. It just doesn't actually work. Um, I'll text. Oh, no. um, I <laughs> will. Um... Uh, you, can, you can text. There is a, there is a texting service available at this uh, at this time. Um, but go down not, to the office and not send from the office. Um, uh, yeah. What was downstairs? A furniture shop. Yeah. yeah. I'll pop down and see if I can use their phone. And their toilet. They're actually not open. I'll just break in then. That's fine. Um, (laughs) uh, I'll pop round. Once I've discovered this, I will get up early and go round to 
Benjamin's, uh, not Benjamin, sorry, Professor Jones's house, which I know is nearby. Uh, yes, you can probably uh, smell it, even if you don't know the actual address. Um, <laughs> yes, you don't want to come to my digs, the landlady wouldn't approve. <laughs> well, this unaccompanied woman wandering about, it's, uh, you know, it's its modern times. It's quite a, quite a shock to some people. Yeah, my landlady would be so pleased if it was just an unaccompanied woman that was causing the problem. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'll bustle in and use a, a, a blue... A bustle? Um, I'll this day and age, how are I'll make a few very stiff phone calls, um... And uh, that's is that a you thing? Mean that's in socially awkward. I, I suspect I the phrase "new account" will be used quite a lot. <laughs> Not liable for debts of previous occupant, etc. They're just putting you through yeah. a colonial office um, where somebody uh, called Simon will speak to you about <laughs> your accounts. <laughs> With a rather colonial accent. Yeah. It's, it's going to take a while, but. Uh, you do arrange for pretty much all of the services uh, to be put back on uh, quite when is anybody's guest but they are dispatching people to be over supposedly today okay super and then um, I will uh, yeah well, well I'll meet up with uh, well I, as I'm in his house I'll meet up with Professor Jones and then we'll go back to the office <laughs> So, did you not knock? You just went in. <laughs> well, I know there's no point knocking you with him. Turn a corner, and there you are with a mouthful of toast. It's like, oh, <laughs> <laughs> oh hello, Ed. <laughs> there's not a lot of point knocking with him, Professor Jones. I've discovered. Um, so then, Will he, he's working on object permanence. You know, it, it, there's not not all that much room in that great brain of his. <laughs> exactly. Um, Roger, you're an entirely different colour every time you appear on my screen. Yes, I'm, I'm, change, I'm changing the lighting to see at the time of day. Uh huh. I see. In which country? <laughs> In the game. I see. You look like you're on Mars. <laughs> <laughs> okay, super. Um, I will. Uh, will pop round to um, the offices, pick up Benjamin, and head on over to Ms. Prendergast's. Um, I basically. Uh... Um, before you, um, but when you get there though, uh, Emily, I, I do show off what I've uh, made overnight. Um, that's really not appropriate. We've talked about uh, social norms, <laughs> John. He he does appear to have um, well butchered a radio of some sort. <laughs> um, that I will make cooing uh, noises. It's very good. What does it do? Oh, it's a, it's a directional radio. Um, so if we we pick up any um, strange broadcasts, um, we should be able to, at the very least, uh, uh, take a line um, that uh, would uh, where they Now, the only problem is um, it does, I'm afraid, need to be uh, plugged into the mains. Uh, however, um, I have. Um, 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 all right, you can explain on the way. Uh, put a rectifier in to basically uh, shift between the uh, different signals. I thought you were walking uh, for me. Uh, <laughs> in the, uh, uh, the I did, right, yes, yeah, we're, we're walking at this point, yes. Uh, do you need help carrying it? Have you got a man? Uh, no, no, no. Um, well, neither of you. 
I, oh, I can carry. Oh, I can <laughs> I can't even the GM is on at me. You sound like my mother. Um, I uh, I'll I'll carry it if you like. That's no trouble. Oh, if you don't mind, um, if you if you can just grab this half and um, yeah, and and, and and basically, um, I gently um, uh, loop various things over you. And, right. Um, right. That's that's uh, what, right. And uh, I'm 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 holding things as well, but it, yeah. Uh, that's not right. improving the. <laughs> and at this point, it is vital that you do not plug it in. <laughs> okay, and I will thus thus end end loopened. Uh, we'll head back to Moody and Gray's offices, pick up Benjamin, presumably. Good lord, Miss Green, you've been attacked by a squid. <laughs> it's one of um, uh, John's uh, contraptions. He says uh, it should... will help us locate the source of any broadcast. Ah, splendid, splendid. Um, should, should we get some form of vehicle to take us over? A handsome or um, one of these uh, new... Cabby! Uh, it's 1910, there's a lot of cars. You know, it's it's not quite... The there's actually more electric cars than petrol cars. Uh, well, there's there's diesel as well, but there were, there were quite a lot of electric cars early on. Um, mm, I think they outnumbered it at some point in the early. I believe you may be right. Yes, but I couldn't um, say, I couldn't say when that would have been, required me to have done some research. Taxi. And, uh, I think you all know my views. Uh, do border on the fanatical when it comes to not bothering to do any research. <laughs> <laughs> You're very diligent in your avoidance of the topic. Oh, absolutely, absolutely. Uh, yes, I don't know if you do want to actually um, get a company vehicle or... Uh, or just... Well, not at this instant. Well, we'll add Unless we already have one. Things we want to do. Maybe, is is uh, there a garage some... attached to the shop? Sorry, is there? Is there a garage attached or nearby? There isn't really. Um, you may be able to rent something nearby. Somebody will have a bit of land or a shed. Something practical with large carrying capacity, like a, a hearse or something, we could paint it white to uh, distinguish it from other hearses. Or, or get a get a bike like the goodies we've got. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's that makes more sense. Well, let's get a taxi for the minute over to Miss Prendergast's house. Indeed. Right. A very nice little place. Um, there's. A very well kept garden. Uh, she's probably uh, a, a bit of a fanatical and competitive garden, I suspect. Looks at that sort of area. Um, uh, in many ways, she conforms to what society expects of a, a woman in this. to behave. She's allowed herself to become oppressed by the larger masses. Well, she seems to be thriving on it. Well, say thriving, I would say oppressed. I think you would say she needs her consciousness raised. Exactly. I'm going to slip some opium into her teeth. <laughs> Forget no opium doesn't raise your consciousness. All right, pay out then. <laughs> <laughs> now that might do that. That might have more fun. Right. Yeah. Right. Well, um, have a go at the knocker. Dance that I made, and. Um, she does just have the uh, the one maid. It's not that big house. Um, and you're shown in. Mr. Prendergast comes through from, from the back and does look uh, very pleased to see you because you're on time and punctual, and that that sits well with the uh, uh, the widow of a military man. 
Oh, I'm so glad you, uh, you came as you agreed. Uh, yes, welcome. let me show you through. Uh, this is into the, uh, the parlour. Here it is. And this is uh, an impressive piece of furniture. It does look pretty much exactly like one that um, uh, that you saw in Whitaker's uh, Benjamin. Mm-hmm. It's, um, it's kind of top of the line. It actually includes a wax cylinder player and recorder, wow. of course, as they tend to be the same, as well as the radio in there. Who made it? Uh, it's made by the Apex Wireless Company. Ooh. I was stung because I got what, the cheese cylinder players that they said would be just as competitive. In fact, were technologically superior to the wax cylinder players. No one makes things for them now. Well, a nice career. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> Oh, I'm genuinely hungry for Gruyere now. Um, right. <laughs> Don't cheese cut on that. Now, Ms. Prendergast, have you used the this device since uh, since you heard the ghostly noises? Well, no, I don't think there's been anything uh, broadcast. Oh, well, uh, no, I believe I believe um, the Marconi um, company uh, broadcast on a regular basis. Uh, well, nothing I want to listen to. I mean, so you've only turned it on the once? No, no, several times. But that was the most recent. It was only two or three days ago. Okay. Uh, perhaps how if I might it? operate the instrument and uh, Professor Jones, you might see if you can make any yep. distinctions. Um, she, mm. It goes on to explain that she actually bought it specifically for this performance. Mm. Uh, she was lucky enough to actually hear uh, Nellie Melba in London few years ago, uh, when she was um, not quite as big a star, but still a big star. And um, so I was very excited when she heard that Marconi had gone over to, to do this. So bought things specifically, and um, Mr. Whitaker assured me this was the, uh, the top-of-the-line model. Well, it does appear to be an impressive thing. I mean, the inlay is, is, is remarkably good. <laughs> There, there does seem to be some question as to yeah, beautiful for Nia. whether it is a failure, <laughs> failure of the machine or, as one might say, of the ether. So, uh... well, I can assure oh. you, sir, that I, the amount I paid is most certainly not a failure of the machine. Did you contact Whitakers? Yes, yes. And what did they say? Well, gave some flim-flam about overlapping broadcasts. Uh, apparently, as far as he's concerned, some I don't know, delinquents are uh, broadcasting their own programs. Horror music or something, I suppose. <coughs> but it's not what I wanted to listen to, I can tell you. Depending uh, on the ionosphere, it could have been uh, somebody over in France, even. You don't think they're invading again, do you? What? The French. French. Yes. Okay. Is that what yeah. you're suggesting? That the French are coming over here? No, no, no. I, he doesn't say... Uh, uh, I no. still have a lot of contacts. But I know plenty of people in the military, of course, through my late husband, the Major. Um, yes, I, could, I could let them know if you think that's a serious threat. No, 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 it's oh, not. No, 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 no. I, I believe they have a division dealing with such things. <laughs> However, um, might, might one operate the mechanism and see if the problem is recurring? 
Well, yes, of course. Uh, just bear with me a moment. Um, she turns a couple of uh, dials with a very solid click. Uh, lovely sort of vapor lights and uh, metal and wood. And uh, a, a distinct but very much background warm hum as the device comes online. Start, it lights up. There is just a, a jarring glow, not just from the uh, the dial on the front, but also out through the various uh, sort of grills and uh, little uh, cutaways in it. Um, I say that is pretty, isn't it? It's quite warming as well. Uh, unfortunately, I discovered very early on not to leave roses on top of it. They do tend to wilt. Oh. And after a moment or two, it's ready to go, and you can hear what sounds like uh, just slightly off-tune an announcement that that it's a a test holding pattern. Uh, She reaches forward and just turns it slightly, comes in, and yes, it's the Marconi um, station, and this is just a sort of uh, broadcast to say that they are not currently broadcasting. (laughs) But, but your right. tuning is correct, yeah. Yes. Um, um, so presumably there'll be something coming on perhaps relatively soon. Um, I don't suppose you made a wax cylinder recording of the uh, noise, did you, Mr. Prendergast? Well, yes, I did, as a matter of fact. Uh, I was hoping to record, it was mostly accidental, because I, I was hoping to record um, Nelly Melba. I'm uh, quite an admirer of, of her. I don't know if I mentioned it. Yes, um, But... Um, uh, yes, I gave up after some time, but then, of, of course, I don't think I can do anything with the cylinder now. But uh, you, well, but you're, so, so, certainly, you, you're not uh, hearing the interference at this at this moment. It's quite clear, actually, at the moment. Uh, Mrs. Sorry, hang on. Sorry, I... Yeah, I'd want to verify this. Are, are we hearing anything that sounds like this, what's described? It sounds... Uh, like a sort of as if you might think, oh, that's haunted, or there's another broadcast. No, what you're hearing is quite clearly the Marconi um, station. No overlay. It's not. It, it's drifting a little, but nothing. Uh, nothing that you think is unusual. Mm. And, you and, and have you heard? Weird. Have you heard the ghostly voices since that first time? No, well, I haven't listened since. There hasn't been anything on. And did you ever hear it before? I only tried it a couple of times before, but no. No? Okay. Well, could you uh, bring us the wax cylinder? Oh, well, yes, it's here. She opens a, a door at the end of it, and there's a cupboard uh, that has several uh, cylinders in there. Most of them, judging by the packaging, are actual uh, purchase recordings. But there are several blanks, uh, one of which is out of its wrapping, and uh, it's the, the one that she has, and she hands it over and says, oh, this is it. And uh, I puts it into the uh, into the device. Mm. Oh, I can't remember which way around it goes now. Well, I'm sure it'll be all right. Uh, um, oh, uh, wait, let's just check. That's right. Um, could you, Professor Jones, could you just? I'll check it. The other thing I want to ask her as well is: Has she changed? Has she twiddled with the knob from when she was? Not since uh, he died. Good lord. <laughs> uh, uh, um. Since um, the since the broadcast the other day, so in other words, is 
is the setting that she was that, that, that we're look, that we're listening to now is it the same setting she was using before? Yes, that's right. It's exactly the same. Okay, that's, it's, that's, it's, that's, that's, we've just moved it very slightly just to try and get it clearer, but um, it's oh, the yes, same. No, 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 as you said, you know. Um, so, can I make sure nothing that the, comes through on the on the actual radio? It sounds perfectly normal. Um, you turn that off, and you can play the cylinder if you wish. Yes. Um, looks like she missed the beginning of the broadcast, but um, it's it's not high fidelity. But uh, you can indeed hear Ellie Melba singing, and um, it sounds quite good. It goes on for for a little while. Um, after perhaps a minute and a half, there is indeed completely at odds with the song, uh, something that's almost like a choir singing nonsense words, um, but it isn't. It's musical, but it it isn't music. If you know what I mean, it's it's the sort of the way people describe some languages as musical. Um, it's a kind of a sing-song thing. It's very much reminiscent of. of uh, of a choir, a sort of. Um, uh, I speak like... Latin and Greek. Either language. You can't make out any actual words. Ah, right. Either. Does no, it have yes. the sort of cadence <coughs> of any of those? Or I speak Russian, not, French, not and German. No, not specifically any of those at all. Um, it's the sort of sound that you would get from uh, a boys' choir, probably. Right. Not, not like a sort of you know Welsh male boys' choir. It's not that sort of thing. So it's a little bit ethereal, a little weird, and there's a slightly metallic edge over and above what what you get with the limitations of the recording equipment. John, I don't suppose your gizmo stuff. will work on a recorded broadcast. Oh, no. Will it? No, no, sorry. No, uh, other than to, I mean, can, listening to that, does it sound like it is a second signal drifting in? Uh, definitely, yes. Uh, it's, a, it's a second signal of some sort, uh, unless there was something going on in the recording studio and Nellie Melba just totally ignored it. But you would think well, that she if is that, a professional. You, you, but you would think that if if she could hear something that can come through that as, as clearly as that does in parts, it would have been totally distracting for her. Mm. Uh, and it's certainly it's not part of the, uh, the <laughs> deliberate performance. Um. Well, I mean, that definitely sounds like um, somebody um, else is broadcasting on a similar frequency. Um, well, like maybe we we could be unlucky that it's that it's on a multiple and your um, and there's some form of um, acoustic um, reflection coming on from one of the buildings in the area. Can we? Or... Can we... Pretend and, off, and, and I go not, start going not, off on the. Remember, could, could we pretend that none of us know anything about science other than you? Oh, sorry, sorry, Em. Um, yes, um, yeah. Uh, <clears throat> so, um, sometimes you can broadcast on quite a different signal, but because you can, there's a way of um, in the ether that, that um, occasionally um, you get um, eddies and currents. And the, you, might doubling, you might get you might get it doubling or tripling, or you might get it halving or quarter. Uh, perhaps, or, perhaps if you use the stones in a pond analogy, or oh, or yes. just, or just uh, yes. stop talking. 
Yeah, well, okay, so so, so, so imagine... Emma, Emma putting... unconsciously uh, her hand slips towards the opium she's put into her mouth. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, so, so, so rather than stones in a pond, imagine throwing a stone into the sea and you could um, hit the top of a wave or the bottom of a wave. So essentially um, we're going to have a good listening watch. Yes, okay. Well, we, we, we believe we're close to tracking down the problem with your radio. Um, well, no, I, I don't believe it's a problem with the radio. I mean, I mean, this is a uh, fine, uh, fine, fine is open, piece of equipment. Open, should be closed. Um, I wonder if perhaps we could uh, monitor this frequency. Uh, would that be possible from here? Would you mind if one of us stayed here listening to well, your not, device? Well, not from here, but uh, perhaps from the office. Oh, so we I mean, could how... take this back with us. How that, no, oh, we wouldn't. Oh, no. how, I, I, how, how close are we to the um, to the office from Mrs. Prendergast? Um, about three miles. I think we know it happened here. Shouldn't we stay and listen to it here? It because... probably need to be somewhere in the area. Right. Then basically, we could probably do with being in the, either this street or the next. I wouldn't have thought. So, Mrs. Prendergast, some sort of comfortable chair, um, uh, comestibles, and um, a chai latte. Skinny, please. <laughs> have you Travel had... really has broadened your mind, hasn't it? <laughs> <laughs> have, you, have you had it at the fee schedule yet? Uh, oh, it was one of the first things we discussed, but while we hear this, this will be our fee. I, I think we're close to a break, so we should take... A uh, very short time indeed, but we will need to monitor this device uh, continually. Uh, we'll work out some sort of shift system. Obviously, that will be reflected in the charging um, because it will involve some uh, later night. Well, I suppose you could, you could take it away as, uh, if um, if you're awfully careful with it. Uh, it may actually be better. Well, what do you think, chaps? I, th- I think maybe listening to it... In situ. Um, so, so you turn around and I've plugged in uh, my directional finder and I'm confirming that basically there is definitely the signal that comes from Marconi is coming from the direction right uh, what do we think's best for actually operating this machine I think it's probably going to be isn't there a Marconi uh, device skill um, Morse code that's the uh, that's knowledge of Morse and telegraphy that kind of thing mechanic maybe I think actually the use of you built the machine I think being able to use uh, science on it is okay you know it's the thinking man streetwise <laughs> um, <laughs> so I think uh, probably a difficulty of five to get it working as it should be working okay so um, I've got a skill of nine so my roll so five and hours. a three so, um, hey, well, right, that's fine. Um, relatively smoothly, uh, with only a couple of uh, sparks and a faint smell of burning, uh, it seems to be working exactly as you'd hoped. You, you manoeuvre the two wires that uh, act as directional antenna, and um, you're definitely getting a strong signal when you uh, take a look on the, the map, which I'm presuming Ben mm-hmm. brought with him, because he's been carrying a map. Uh, it's in the direction of Chelmsford. Um, can I pick up any other signals? Is there any other carrier wave that isn't actually broadcasting at all? In other words, is somebody broadcasting but not actually putting mm. any sound out? Tune up and down a bit. Uh, 
that's probably a little harder to define with your equipment. Uh, give me a roll against a seven. Okay. So you need a nine or less. Okay. So I rolled a one, so I've definitely made it, but um, I rolled a one and a five, so six. I say rolling a one on a 2d6 is very impressive. Yeah. That's, that's Hello, quite, so, um, a, quite a comprehensive uh, <laughs> picture. <laughs> right. um, yeah, you don't think there's anything like that, although you do just start to get a couple of little... They're not blips exactly. There's sort of a, as if something drifts across what you're listening for and then goes again. Can't quite get a direction on it, but it's... It doesn't seem like a very strong signal, so you wouldn't think it was from far away. Hmm. Um, Mrs. Prendergast, um, has anybody recently moved into the area um, who has a a, a, a strong love of this sort of um, new, new new technology? Oh, I really couldn't say. I can ask Marjorie and the ladies. Um, they're, they're coming over later, uh, the bridge of course, uh, which is why it would be rather inconvenient for you to be here. I'm sure you understand. Oh, yes. Yeah, very, very much so. I'm, I'm used to gently being told, you're, you're, you're in the way, get out now. Well, I suppose the other option would be looking around for a transmitter, if you chaps um, know what you're looking for. Professor, are you trying up and down as well as sideways? Um, well, I mean, um, the, the the general, unless we're talking directly above us, um, the, 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 um, the maneuvering it around would, would would at least give that. Um, I'll humour him. I will point it directly straight up so that I can pick it straight up and down. Um, uh, there's the. Faintest edge of something occasionally, but no, there's nothing from that direction. You don't think? No, 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 no. There, there, there is. There's something. It doesn't seem very powerful. Um, I mean, it could be. Um, um, I mean, it, it, several pieces of equipment can potentially um, uh, generate. Um, um, sort of disturbances in the ether in this sort of way, though, though I, they wouldn't actually um, create the um, the singing effect that um, would be heard. Um, Mrs. Pendergast, um, uh, oh. would, would you know that um, if your um, your maid had a uh, one of these electric washing machines or um, any form uh, no, of no, we won't in, the, in the kitchen? I certainly would not allow that in the house. What an absurd idea. Electricity and water, I can assure you the I, Major knew enough to warn me off that sort of thing. Uh, well, and, and, and rightly so, rightly so. Well, I'm um, surprised you asked the question. She turns off the uh, switch for the uh, wax cylinder side of things and turns it back over to the radio. Um, it's such a shame because I was very much looking for... Oh, there, there! And she's turned the knob over and there's just a faint sound drifts in and out of uh, an oddly discordant but musical choir. They've been singing this whole time. Well, I'm picking up something. It's not far away. Any idea which direction? I can't. What we need is to power that gadget of yours in a portable way. Car battery, perhaps. 
They don't have batteries at this point, do they? No. <laughs> Lead acid cell. Uh, uh, <laughs> well, I mean, you know... Um, um, I, well, I suppose I mean, we're being politely shown the door, aren't we? So I guess we... Um, yeah, well, uh, um, at this point, politely, but you are, after all, hired help. So yeah. um, <laughs> she's not all right, well, that you meet the ladies. Do I have any idea... Do I have any idea how strong the signal was? I mean, do I have a rough idea of how, not, how far? Not really. It didn't drown out the Marconi signal. Um, it's as if it was sort of washing around it. So maybe half a mile radius? Maybe less? Well, it could be coming well, from the sun and be very strong there and just very weak here. That's the thing. A possibility. But uh, a lot of people heard the broadcast normally. Most people so, hear the broadcast and, and, and so and presumably it can't have been washing over everyone's radio. If it must be local to here, logically. Benjamin, could you possibly ask Whitaker's if they had, if it was just Mrs. Pendergast who who complained, or if there was anybody else? I you said was they did thinking about it. knocking up, knocking up the neighbours. Well, yes, Whitaker's are hardly going to give me the addresses of their customers. <laughs> That, yeah, um, I think that's a good plan. I think if you, I think if you could possibly persuade them. I mean, you always persuade me to do um, nefarious schemes of one sort of the other. You are somewhat. Uh, uh, let's not go down that early. I, I think just uh, it's true. You know, I mean, I, I made you that. Um, you know, I, I, I made you that rabbit with the with, with, with the electromagnet inside. <laughs> and the poor thing is still in therapy. <laughs> <laughs> I think, you know, let's do that. Bums on seats. Uh, is that, that's not the right expression, is it? But you know what I mean. Um, foot, foot oh, on no, the, um, my, no, my on thought the is, yeah, my thought is, is we don't Lay really have nothing on. If we can work out, if we get locations, we can probably triangulate the area better. Um, that was not a strong signal that we heard just. And I was picking, okay. when I was picking it up, I couldn't actually get a particular direction, but part, pro, primarily because it wasn't strong. Well, look, I don't know what I'm looking for, so I'll ask around a bit, and you chaps have a look around well, for a transmitter. Um, why don't you go to Whitaker's uh, with... Oh, what? No. Why, yes, no. I mean, OK, so so why don't we have a quick, quick, quick meander around the area mm-hmm. um, and see if there's anything... That looks like it could house a transmitter. Yeah, that I sounds. Mean, like it, I mean, John. Well, it's guys... transmitting at this moment, isn't it? So, it would have to be out now. It could be relatively small if it's very close to. I mean, that's the thing, but it would probably be visible. Yeah. Okay. Well, let's let's have a look round. I don't really know what I'm looking for, but if you well, tell me. Can we see if we can see any flagpoles? Well, if you step outside, and uh, obviously uh, going to be keeping Miss Prendergast informed. Um, oh, uh, yes, we'll be in touch, Miss Prendergast. You know, as, soon, as soon as enough days of expenses have uh, gone by for it to be worth your while. Um, looking up and down, what's a fairly quiet road, um, there are a few children playing uh, at the far end. 
of the street books. Get out, you scallywags! Yeah, they they don't seem to be. Uh, I think looks like they might know better than to play in front of the front of Mrs. Prendergast. Um, there's a, a a small sort of motor wagon that's pulled up a few houses down, which looks like it's a, a food delivery. Uh, there's another one that does catch your eye. Seems quite pertinent to this is a uh, a van from uh, the Apex Wireless Company. And there are a couple of gentlemen. They've got a ladder up the uh, up on a telegraph pole, and one of them's holding the ladder while the other's up there, and they're installing something uh, up at the top. Well, let's wander down. Right, you're hmm. you you are standing at the bottom of a telegraph pole. There are exits to the north, <laughs> the east, and the south. Get pole. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Reattack the pole. Um, Examine pole. Yeah. Uh, less what? of that. Let's concentrate yeah. on the matter in hand. Oh no, I didn't uh, mean that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I say. Oh. Uh, oh, hello, madam. Uh, I wonder if we might have uh, a few words with you. Uh, well, a little busy at the moment. Um, uh, the chap at the bottom says, uh, "Sorry, we. Uh, you wouldn't want him to fall, I'm sure." Um, is there something I can help you with that won't involve me letting go of this ladder? No, uh, yes, I'm... we're um, some private consultants just expect, uh, investigating some uh, unusual radio radiographic interference. Uh, I'll let my uh, scientific colleagues fill in the details. Oh, good. <laughs> uh, okay, so I, I, I start off and actually... Um, <laughs> I, I pull out the watch when he starts to give him give him a good solid thirty seconds. <laughs> um, actually, this time I'm because I'm talking to somebody who I assume knows what they're talking about. Bear in mind, he's the one holding the ladder. But carry on. Yeah. Um, say that. Um, um, so I, we, we've just come from um, a lady who was um, um, receiving interference. Uh, <laughs> one, of the, one of them. For one of the. Lucky <laughs> For one of the on the main uh, Marconi station. Um, it's oh, she's amazing. probably got one of them cheap sets. That's the problem. No, no, no. no. Uh, well, would you believe she actually has an Apex? And I'll reel off the actual serial that the the, the, the the type it is. You know, the Interference line. on an Apex, never. Yeah. Uh, well, it did seem to be sidebanding across um, to. Uh, um, almost as though um, it's um, the, the, whatever is actually broadcasting um, isn't actually in a isn't fit. they don't really know what they're doing. Um, um, we just wondered if, if, if have you? I mean, what what are you gentlemen doing? Is there any particular thing that you're? Uh, oh, it's uh, part, of the new, part of the new network. Um, Apex is uh, expanding ever since Mr. Pride took over. And uh, Ever since Mr. Pride? Mr. Pride, head of the Apex Wireless Company. Oh, uh, he's uh, after he took over, we've uh, we've entered a, peri- a period of great expansion, and uh, we're going to be rivaling Marconi. I can assure you. So we're just expanding a network of uh, repeaters. Ah, and uh, are they all in this area? All, all across Molsham at the moment. Uh, heading out uh, in the direction of Chelmsford, we're uh, expanding down to London soon. 
gosh, how exciting. Is he uh, a recent um, uh, a, a, a acquirer of the company, Mr. Pride? Well, he'd been with the company for a while, but about uh, about 18 months, I think, he's actually been the man in charge. Oh, okay. Oh, interesting. So instead of having one big transmitter, you have a lot of small transmitters, which are very nearly as expensive each. Fascinating. Well, I must admit, I don't go into the cost of these things, but um, he seems to have worked it all out. Obviously, somebody's paying for it, so it must work out, uh, you know. I don't suppose he's doing it out of the kindness of his heart. So very few people ever do. Interesting. Still, he's a good boss, don't get me wrong. Could I Could, could I possibly um, have a look at it? Um, I basically get to the ladder oh, well, and, start now, to, and sorry, I get to the ladder see... and I start to climb. Uh, he's not going to let you climb up the ladder. So, no, 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 excuse me, sir. I must, I must insist you don't. Um, obviously, um, if there were such a thing, uh, I'd, I'd call on health and safety at this point. Um, <laughs> like if, you, uh, if you've ever seen a... Um, <coughs> Somewhere in the background, an orphan falls off the chimney. Health safety is uh, non-existent. <laughs> Um, probably, yes, the probably the mo- at the moment the only health and safety there is is the Dupont single stick single um, uh, single leg chair for uh, the uh, in the uh, explosives uh, manufacturing. Uh, so, wh- where's the nearest other repeater so to this if one? You, if, if the um, if the operator if the operator falls asleep, they fall over. You see, so they can't fall asleep. Therefore, and I actually cut down the number of accidents. In the Dupont Explosive Division, oh by, by several orders of magnitude, or well, increase the, the numbers of broken limbs and mild concussions enormously. <laughs> yeah, but that or basically the whole factory going boom. Yeah, okay, we'll take a we'll take a little of the odd broken one. It's easy to say that if you're not the person who's just got a concussion. Easy to do a lot of things, really. He he will absolutely block you from going up the ladder. Oh. Uh, are there any other repeaters near nearby? What's the closest one to this one? Oh, about um, 800 yards back that way. Put it in this morning. When did you... Um... When did, yeah. Yeah, when so, did so, you so start what... doing this? Yeah. Oh, three, four months ago, I suppose. It's not just us. I mean, we've got vans out all over the place. Can we... Okay. Would that would this one of these repeaters be weak enough? I mean, this is the sort of thing that I was kind of expecting power-wise, I guess, isn't it? It would certainly fit one of the possible culprits. I mean, yeah. yes, it could be things like Roger was saying. What if it was something from the sun? But um, it's very weak by the time it gets here. Um, but yes, running through the the possibilities. You're, something, you're somewhere something weak. That, there is weird. a yeah, there is a sort of a, a weak signal that appears to be overlapping a stronger signal, and you expect it to be fairly close by, and it's just down the road. So hmm. yes, it's a it's a likely possibility. So could hmm. someone hijack one of these things, or would it just be repeating whatever they are transmitting over at Pride? Uh, well, madam, I'll be entirely honest with you. I. I I'm not the most technical. Uh, I'm really the driver. Um, obviously, my mate Stan here is uh, is the man to talk to for that. But uh, between you and me, apart from being busy, he's not much of a talker. Uh, 
Please, quite chatty, but... So, so you call you call this a repeater? That it's receiving a signal on on one frequency and rebroadcasting it then? Or well, is it just um, that? Sounds very plausible to me, Squire. Yes. No, so you, you don't have any cables coming the, in. That's what I'm getting at. No, it's, it's on the telegraph pole, isn't it? It's going to be broadcast. It's up on the telegraph pole. Is it? There's not much power available though. Um, I have a look at the telegraph pole. Yep. Is the guy clipping? His box into the into the wire. Well, that doesn't sound safe, does it? Um, he's, I mean, he's attaching this device, which is it's some sort of box with uh, kind of a mini pylon attached to it. It does have a, a few. We're not quite sure what they are. They're sort of a, a bit like sort of ceramic stacks at the side of them, and it does have some wires which are connected. To the pole and to some of the wires around it. Well, maybe we could come back and investigate later, gentlemen. Yeah. Or we just go and buy a ladder, or hire a ladder, and go to the one just up the road. Not, not even buy a ladder, we're going to hire a ladder. And you call yourself a scientist. Why, why, why not a giant Redgen flash? <laughs> um, is this hmm. chap stopped to look down at us or anything, Stan? No. Stan! Oh, don't, uh, please don't, uh, don't disturb him, uh, madam, as I say. It's, uh, it's a dangerous business being up there. Temperamental chap, is he? Um, about how oh. long does it take? What, to fit one of these? Oh, 15, 20 minutes. It's all very okay. efficient, I can assure you, with the, uh, the procedures and the equipment put in place by Apex. Oh, I In fact, if I were you, I'd recommend, uh, a bit of an investment. Pay them more, eh? Well, I mean the um, the Marconigram that um, uh, we, we looked at um, um, in uh, Mr. Pendergast, uh, fantastic particular. I mean the veneer was uh, was, was was superb. Didn't it? Oh, I thought you said you're talking about the radio, not Mrs. Prendergast. <laughs> well, well, yeah. um, and basically, I, I'll just keep standing there chatting inanely because. Hey, Professor Jones, um, and um, presumably at some point, relatively soon, because Stan was already up the ladder. When yep. we, uh, Stan will be coming back down the ladder. Hopefully, at walking. Two of them will take the uh, two of them will take the ladder and put it on top of the van. So, uh, Stanley, yeah. uh, I wonder if we might be able to have a word with you. We want to talk to Stan the man. You see, um, now he's down and safe. Sorry, we have a, another appointment. And he gets into the passenger side of the vehicle. So you, um, well, lovely talking to you, ladies and gents. If you'll anything, excuse us, but, technology, but, progress, waits for no man or lady. Okay, so, did did okay. he seem flat Thanks. by the standards of normal people or a bit further than that? Yeah, flat. anything off about him? Well, he didn't seem very chatty. I mean, uh, whether it's just because he spends a lot of time stuck up the pole, or it's hard to say. Um, he, he certainly didn't seem the uh, communicative type. I've come across that type before. He's got the twisted brain wrong of a man mental. What? Where did you meet that type again? <laughs> <laughs> It, it's yeah. strange how you, you, you start um, 
Emmeline, have you been dropping acid, Dale? <laughs> I, I, I may have come across some fumes during the couple of clearing. No, no, it's just uh, you, you, you start um, yeah, so, so, saying a uh, nice young gentleman, and then, then six months later it turns out that he was incurably mad. <laughs> well, this seems to yeah, be about six months after you start seeing them. Oh, funny, that. Yeah, it, it is strange how that generally happens. Well, the two uh, engineers, or engineer and uh, driver, uh, pack up. He pops into the uh, the, the driver's uh, seat after getting the thing going, and uh, away they tickle. Interesting. Hmm. Now, I'm going to ask you the same question, um, John, and I, I don't want this uh, answer to take longer than 20 seconds. Could one of these things be hijacked, or would it all have to come directly from the central source? It could be hijacked. Right. Well, presumed it will broadcast under things that it receives mm. on the right frequency. Depends on, how, depends on how, how they're receiving. I would really like to go up there. I wonder if we can borrow a ladder from anyone. Oh, maybe Mrs. Prendergast has got one. Her husband was a military Fact, man. Perhaps the Colonel had a... Major. Had a, had a ladder. An exercise in spurious logic there. Do you, do you think that he... Uh... <laughs> Don't don't forget this is before the First World War. He wouldn't have kept a souvenir of the trenches for when he went. <laughs> <that fire. laughs> uh, this this is my old Mills bomb. <laughs> <laughs> every every military man has a ladder. It's well known. It's one of your mustering out things in Traveller, I think. <laughs> yes. Yes, because I haven't played the new edition, but you could be right. <laughs> well, one tenth share of it, and you have to it keep up the payments. So <laughs> That's right. You get two rungs. Yeah, but of course, two rungs don't make a right. <sighs> Just frozen again. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, you're at the bottom of a of a telegraph pole. Um, Looking for a ladder rental shop, by the sounds of it. Um, no, I will. Um, so, is it before Mrs. Prendergast's bridge game? Uh, you, you got the impression that she was gearing up. Okay, so we probably don't want to discuss uh, to, to disturb Mrs. Prendergast. Is there one, one of these repeaters in an area that's a bit less? Because it obviously is. It's obviously not this one that's been hijacked. Good Lord, Could we find there, one in well, a secluded area? Well, you only know of the rough whereabouts of one of them, which is 800 yards down the road. Well, but yeah, now we've seen one, we should be, be able They do look up. kind of obvious. And yeah, if, be... if, you look at a, if you look up at a telegraph pole or possibly another sort of pole, they might have them on lampposts, who knows, um, you'll see it. You know, it's, uh, there's no attempt to, to disguise it. It's not a covert sort of thing. So let's find one in a slightly more secluded area. As... John, Next to a ladder or rope shop. Is it, or does, is, there a, is it branded with Apex? It is. Can we have a look around and see if there's one not branded with Apex in the area? Bearing in mind, they've just put these up. Right. Um, how are you travelling around to do this? Are you are you all on foot spreading out? Um, well, we got a taxi here, I guess. Let's see. Um, I am going to say that we will have called a taxi... To take, yes, this is where we really do need to have a car, really, isn't it? Mm, um, 
If we could have left our equipment at Mrs. Prendergast, we probably wouldn't have wanted to. <laughs> um, I don't think we did. How though. about how about we've 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 hired a taxi and the taxi the taxi driver is gently rubbing his hands with glee because the meter is now running. I'm not sure uh, our expenses can uh, to run for that. Well, you tell me. Well, I I can't afford it being blunt with you, but if you can, um... <laughs> well, I, I, I can't. Actually, I probably can afford it. But, uh... um... Can we just steal a car? I don't have <laughs> keys at this day. <laughs> Um, it's one so, nice masculine car to oppress the feminist bicycle. Yeah, well, let's get a bicycle. That's very good idea. Uh, you could all get bicycles if you want. Could we hire a car? Quite likely, it would come with a driver. Mm. Well, of course. Can we say that instead of getting a taxi, we just hired a bloody car? Because that would be more useful for us anyway. Right. So retconning at this early stage. <laughs> the the chap who uh, who drove you around is uh, basically sitting waiting, reading a, a paperback. Cool. That's fine. Um, so what? You're going to just drive around and make notes of any of these you see and well, check out any of them? Not paying notes. See if they come in different different types first. Yeah. All right. I was planning on walking around and just and basically because. There's only going to be about four or five streets that we actually need to check. Right. It's going to, about um, it's going to be as quick, quick, pretty much as quick to walk as it is to drive. I would Are you meeting back up at the same location or back at the office or what? Well, I would suggest that basically the, 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 uh, the guy sits, uh, sits in his car there with um, my rather expensive equipment in his boot. Mm-hmm. Uh, trunk for the Americans. Um, and um, but we have no, but we have no elephants, so we're basically. Uh, I feel that we're probably reasonably safe for that. Um, and um, I was planning on just walking around and a look. Or we could drive. It's as easy to drive. Uh, or we could split the party. You know, I mean, well, we, well uh, if, how if, about we? How about we drive we drive round because basically at, at, at this time of um, the uh, thing, driving around slowly, going past uh, going past kids playing is not seen as a bad thing. <laughs> <laughs> Even if you are standing out of the top of uh, thing, waving antenna around at them. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think the things I want to know are one: is this spreading further than just this immediate area? And two: are there different types of box? different brands of books. Well, you've obviously just heard that they are spreading out of the area. Yeah, um, but yeah, let's get some idea of how spreading that that's is. That's all the information you've got at the moment. Sure. Just the, the, towards Chelmsford, towards London, going to be. Um, if you walk or drive around uh, for probably the best part of an hour, you do find several of these things that have been put up. Um, a couple of them quite clearly have been put up very, very recently. Others... Well, they've not been up for long, but um, you can tell they've they've you know seen a little bit of weather. Mm-hmm. Um, they all do seem to be apex. Right. They all look to be a standard type. 
whether there were any internal differences, obviously impossible to tell. But the the outside, they all look the same. Hmm. Okay. All we need now is a ladder. Can we send the driver to... Is there anybody who has a garage in the area? Uh, do you mean a private garage or are you talking private about something like repairing cars? Well, that kind of thing? either. Uh, well, I mean, there are there are a few people who have garages for their their motor cars. Um, they're not ubiquitous, obviously, at this stage. And there are Molsham on, out in the outskirts does have a um, one small garage that does general maintenance, car sales, and uh, petrol, or possibly diesel. Uh, basically, is there anywhere? Okay. This is where I probably um, sort of look to my more illustrious colleagues um, or communicative colleagues. Um, um, do they think they can talk somebody into into lending us a ladder? When we needed a ladder back in the Secret Service, we generally mug a window cleaner. Uh, so, so to look more more innocent, we change our business to private investigations and window cleaning at locksmith. <laughs> As if by magic you can hear some jaunty whistling. <laughs> well, if we can um, find a window cleaner, I'll right. be it, it, right, Mr. Green, you, you distract him so that he doesn't notice the loss of his ladder. And... Unless he looks anything like uh, Robin, what's his name from Confessions of a Window Cleaner? Because I'm not, know, no, I'm not entering that. Book. Forget that, it's going, you know he's going to basically have a little ukulele. <laughs> <laughs> Casting a little bit. When that cleaning windows. <laughs> Just so happens I have here <laughs> this set piece encounter. Um, turn down the house again. Um, mm-hmm. If you actually wanted to go around and, and steal a ladder from somebody's garden or something, you would be able to find somewhere that had one. Uh, alternatively, it's very judgmental. Yes, the, the, the theft act does specify intention permanently to deprive. Oh well, there we go. Nothing permanent. Um, bear, bear in mind, you've also got um, such classics as pavilion breaking and theft by servant at this point. <laughs> and the theft act hasn't actually been written yet. Yeah. Let's find some secluded ladder. Borrow it. Whip up it. A secluded ladder. <laughs> <laughs> There's such a thing, isn't there? If a ladder is. Are you going to, to knock at the front door and say that you've broken down, and in the meantime, these two sneak around the back <laughs> and sneak off the ladder? I'll admit, this is not. I mean, when I was looking for a, a bit of a cliffhanger to end this on 20 minutes ago, I was not expecting <laughs> to run around of can we find a ladder? <laughs> On a, on a slight <laughs> note for this week, because I really do need to, need to go on with it. Because yeah. all I all I want to do is just go up the ladder and just get a, a rough idea. You've got a ladder of how that's you've honed in on the problem there, Mark. <laughs> it's a scientific mind at work, you see. How, <laughs> how about park the car next to the, next to the uh, telegraph pole and climb on that? Ah, uh, that's I an artistic man, mind at work. Man, 
may have some form of um, objection to that. It's well, the car we we've hired. Perfectly true. Yeah, actually, and, and to be fair, at this time, uh, 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 the cars at this day and age, basically, you could probably put a horse on. Uh, yeah. Well, let's do that. You'd be even higher. <laughs> right. Still not okay. high enough. Is Does anyone have an alpaca or a Labrador? <laughs> <laughs> we, so we can make a stack of three ducks. With a horse on top of the car. <laughs> no, no, none, none of us is a cavalry officer. I'm going to have to... Who's actually climbing? I'm assuming the prof. He wants, he's the one who wants to take the look. Is he, he was, very athletic? Uh, so I, I think we'll just leave it for this week with um, the the driver who gives you one of those looks again, <laughs> as he has occasion to quite often already in, in his first morning of employment with him. Uh, pulls up as close as possible to one of these uh, telegraph poles and the rest of you attempt to steady the uh, the clearly unathletic form of Prof as he prepares to well, probably utterly fail to climb a telegraph pole. But we'll find that out <laughs> whenever Nick's back from his business trip. Uh, we'll be not uh, yeah. T- Tuesday will be fine again, but not this Tuesday. This is okay. Tuesday. This is an honorary Tuesday for eating capybara. Uh, so a week, cheers. nine Tuesday. days from now. Yes. Okay. Cheers, John. Thank you. All right, and uh, have a have a good business trip. <laughs> Thank you. Plenty of business will be done. Come See you. Bye. Okay. Cheers. Bye.